Hi, I'm Belle. And I'm Adam. And you're listening to Swinging Outside the Lines. We're talking about sex. So we're in the consensual, non-monogamous lifestyle. Swingers. It means we like to fuck other people. A lot of other people. So if you're not comfortable with that, probably not your podcast. Probably not. You should be at least 18 years old. Yes. Preferably in a committed relationship. You could be a swingle. Swingle? Yeah. I like that. A unicorn or a unicorn? Uh, we're both at the same time. <laughs> we're not professionals either. This is nope. just our journey. Our real life stories. And we're sharing them with you. So stick around and we hope you enjoy. And no judging. Yeah. No judging. This is Belle. And this is Adam. And we have a special Halloween episode for you today. Yeah, a little bit um, different than our normal schedule. We're not going to release the middle of November. We're releasing it early because we will be... In Pravada. Club Pravada. Looking forward to that. you get the Halloween episode. We kind of lucked out. We have a couple of guests uh, that shared some stories with us yeah and we were rolling on the floor i don't know if we were laughing or horrified i think it was probably make sure both yeah so our friends from normalizing non-monogamy finn and emma very fun couple were kind enough to share their story and also zach and kelly from that couple next door's podcast yeah they lent them to us (laughs) they're friends they share (laughs) (laughs) and they also shared a a really horrifically funny story so we're gonna play both of those and then we're gonna share our own and we also have a special guest in studio today hello this is mistress alexandra she's joining us for our special halloween episode fright night horrors in the lifestyle but Mistress Alexandra is a part of a different lifestyle. Yes. She's going to tell us a little bit about that. Which, by the way, happy birthday. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, Mistress. <laughs> oh, real quick. So uh, Mistress Alexandra is our personal friend. And we love her. She loves our fur baby and her kiddos. And so, you know, we know her really well. So she's going to share some really awesome stories. But before we get started, she's going to tell us a little bit about her lifestyle. Yes. Um, so I am a dom. Actually, dom- dominatrix. And uh, I like to bring people to a level of pain that they have never experienced before. Sounds hot. Which is really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your level of pain that they've never experienced before, you're talking like hospital pain scale, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten levels of pain. We're not talking like paddling somebody little. Yeah, no, no, not that little slap on the ass. I leave handprints. Yeah. And hurt my hand in the process and it feels good. That's, well, super fun. Super fun. It sounds fun. 
I have enjoyed a little spanking myself lately. I did note that your keychain had a little... Yes. With a flogger on the end of it? Yes, it does. (laughs) It has has a whip on it. (laughs) (laughs) I was checking that out earlier. Little baby flogger. I was like, well, damn, she comes ready. She comes ready for action, no matter where she goes. Absolutely. (laughs) And you can always tell the guys and the women that know what the flogger is. Yeah. Especially some older gentlemen when they see me. And they go... (laughs) Damn girl, right. give me your name. Give me a number. Wait, you mean that wasn't just a black graduation tassel? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Studded. <laughs> I promise, Mama, this was on my graduation cap. Right. <laughs> Found that before graduation. <laughs> so you're a dumb. Are you? You're not active in the lifestyle right now, but you're on the hunt. Yeah. Um. What's the reason for the break? Um, there was just a few things that happened that I just needed to kind of take a step back and just kind of gather my bearings with, you know, people in the lifestyle. Gotcha. So I jumped in super fast uh, with whole, with whole body, heart and soul. And, um, I had a really good time while doing it. And it was fun while it lasted, but I'm looking for a certain type of relationship now. Right. And that's not what it was. It was more of an experimentation when I first started kind of back into it. Getting your toes wet. Yeah. Which is good that you're able to step away and uh, kind of reevaluate and figure out where you're going from. Yeah. From here, where what you want. Yeah. Instead of just kind of plowing through. And that's right. pretty much what I did when right. I got back into it. So, because I started in the swinger world, actually, years Ooh. and years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Me and uh, Belle, we talk a lot. <laughs> yep, we do. True story. When she's yeah. waxing my pussy. Yeah. Oh. Like ripping the hairs out, and I'm all like, Oh my god, she's like, I was a swinger, so I was a swinger once, and that was super fun. But, um, and that was when I was younger, and it was about oh my god, 13 14 years ago, and super fun. Had a great time with the guy that I was with, and met a couple of people, and had fun. and my inhibitions went out the door and I really, you know, opened myself up sexually to a lot of different things and had my threesomes and had girls and guys and uh, it was amazing. And then when I got back into the lifestyle, I was more looking to be a dom and be um, in control. Pretty much, yeah. Because that's yeah. where I was in my life at that point in time. And that was very, I, I saw that be very empowering for you. Yes. And so one of our first lifestyle horror moments was when we were in the car and you were on the phone with us and you referen- and you didn't know that we were swingers. We hadn't come out to you and you hadn't come out to us and you referenced the lifestyle and we both went 
fuck. (laughs) She knows. And I got a, Adam's like, ask her. Ask her. So I was like, you mentioned the lifestyle. What do you mean by that? What is the lifestyle (laughs) to you? And then you took pause. You're like, oh my God. I thought I told you. I thought I came out to you guys. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And that's what you actually came out as that you were in the dominatrix lifestyle. Yep. And we were just like, whoo, jeez, fuck. We thought she was on to us. (laughs) Secret is safe. All right. But then we eventually came out to you. But you've shared a lot of uh, stories with us. Um, But I want to wrap your first one in here really quick because last Halloween, you came tippy-toeing up to our front porch in this Catwoman suit, full body. Was it leather? It was pleather. Pleather. It was kind of shiny. It was really cool about it is the zipper that was on it literally went from the top of my because it was like a mock turtleneck right the zipper went from right about my neck went all the way down to the back of my ass oh my gosh so it was one of those ones where you could take it off and just it would feel it (laughs) so awesome but you had like the full head i did like mask slash cap i had the michelle pfeiffer yeah the nails Mm -hmm. and your stilettos how many inches were those I want to say those were six or seven inches. And then you were like the under the toe was mm-hmm. probably another two inches mm-hmm. that like tapered down into this itty bitty mm-hmm. ball of the, your foot that you're standing on. Yep. So you were literally like tippity toe, tippity toe. <laughs> it was so fun to walk. I was <laughs> so like... scared that you were going to fall. But when you went to your party, what happened? So... I had two people all night long that took care of me. One princess of, power. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I had actually queen power. Uh, nice. <laughs> oh, um, so I had uh, two people, one that would walk in front of me and one that would walk in back of me. And I didn't have to do anything. Now at the party, I was at the door. And I was like, I was Catwoman. It was my birthday, around my birthday. I was super excited. I was at this party. So I just kind of like threw caution to the wind. And I was at work in the door. And I took all the money and made them shove all the money into my bra, (laughs) which was super fun. I had not let anybody touch me like that before. And uh, because no one touches me as a dominatrix. Like I'm the dom that keeps her clothes on and... No one touches me unless that I boring. want them. <laughs> super exciting. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but it's super exciting for the people. Anyway. That's true. So I went out my I went outside of my comfort zone with that. But one one time I was we were walking down the steps. We were they have a dungeon down in the base, down like underneath of the house. And I was walking down their deck steps. And as I got to the last step, I had a little tiny like ankle tweak. Oh, no. And there I went. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the girl in front of me, her <laughs> eyes got so big. The guy in back of me was like, oh, Alexandra, <laughs> mistress, are you okay? And I'm real good at falling. So yeah. I just kind of like Tuck and roll. tumbled and I like got up and I was all like, I'm okay. We're good. 
I was like, am I dirty? I'm not dirty, right? I looked down and I'm like, I'm not hardly dirty. I'm like, what? <laughs> the two of them were amazed. <laughs> yeah. So one of my biggest fears walking in stilettos, especially in lingerie, would be turfing it. Because, yeah. uh, well, Adam can vouch. I'm not very graceful. No. No. Uh, matter of fact, I've been taking some pole dancing classes and uh, there's full length mirrors all over the room and watching myself try to be <laughs> sexy and fluid. I just, I'm dying laughing and the instructor's like cracking up laughing. She, I was like, I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't take myself seriously. I'm just wondering when this is going to start looking sexy and less <laughs> awkward. <laughs> She's like, well, some people need more practice than others. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. She just roasted me. <laughs> hey, at least she's being honest. <laughs> right. Right? <sighs> I'm definitely scared of falling, though. Yeah. Falling is definitely a fear. The good thing is, is it was just the three of us, so no one else saw it. So it was just our little secret until about now. <laughs> <laughs> so also... The other fear of mine has been body smells. Oh, body smells are terrible. <laughs> and I know that you have an account to share with us. I do. So I have a friend of mine who was having a very good time with three young men. Gangbang? Um. You know what? They didn't get into all of that, but I do know that she had an extremely good time with all of them. All right. And they... Seems like a waste of three dicks to me. <laughs> <laughs> and sh they had a really good time with her. Oh. They all came in, smiles all over the place, very big grins. And uh, she proceeded to tell me that there was just so much going on with the three of them and her body and she was just orgasming so hard that sounds like a gangbang to me i, I was gonna say you know it sounds like a gangbang i don't know how um, many dicks does it take to qualify as gangbang i want to say that many three three <laughs> we're talking about a gangbang yeah because you're you know three or more i don't know what constitutes a gangbang i've never uh, three is the minimum i mean five is preferable for Bell, Six is excessive. Yeah. Five. So it's anywhere between three and five, right? Sure. Sounds good to me. Yeah, so like one, two. Yeah, five. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we figured this out. Oh, okay. I was I had to think about that for a second. We're interviewing later. <laughs> okay, so she was coming really hard. Really hard. Just having so much fun. And uh so she was like did one of you fart? Oh, <laughs> no. Or something? Oh, no. And she was like, wait, I'm scared. I don't want to hear her. <laughs> and that's how this episode is going to go. Right. And then, and then she's like, and it was actually me. I actually came so hard. I shit myself. Oh, she's like, but it was so amazing. And they were so awesome. <sighs> they like helped her and like cleaned up with her and helped her with everything. It was no, amazing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm almost speechless, which rarely happens to me. But I think oh that qualifies my gosh. as the horror story. <laughs> 
right? That is horrific. Oh. Yeah. And one of my fears, because I, so one of our swingles has been to have double penetration, which we keep failing at because we've had a series of unfortunate events with soft dicks, which mm. is super bumming. But I like have this fear of, you know, icky things happening during double penetration. And I've read all of the web sites and how to make sure that it's nice and clean and everything's fine. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that is one of my deep fears mm -hmm. is that there will be sights, sounds and smells that I won't be able to erase from my psyche anytime soon. And I'm very fragile when it comes to those things. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> smells can change a situation in a heartbeat. Uh, right. Like, and so quickly. Up till recently, sounds as well. <laughs> well, yeah. Queefing. <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about queefing. Yeah, queefing. And is... how I've had to embrace my dirty talking pussy. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes it happens. Yeah. We've all been there at least one time. It does. But right. as we've discovered that the guy on the other side of that, it has complete power to either make it okay or make it embarrassing. Yeah. Yes. They can either make your night absolute horrifying, mm -hmm. absolutely horrifying, or they can make it absolutely awesome. Yeah. Right. So the difference between having your horrific story to tell Yep. And having an amazing one is generally how your partner handles things, right? Yeah. So you also told me one other thing about you personally Ugh. had been, I won't see, I want to say playing with someone, but you actually call it beating someone. Yeah. It's called a scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had a scene with someone and, you know, it's a little inebriated which I should not have been it was a huge learning experience for me at this point in time and the person I was working with um is uh she has a bratty side and I was trying to understand her bratty side a little bit more and being a little inebriated I misread her bratty side and when I was using my dragon tongue, which is Ooh. a very lovely piece of equipment to use on somebody. Now, I'm not familiar with this. Okay. Yeah, I'm a dragon tongue. Describe. Okay. So a dragon tongue literally looks like a tongue. It's made of leather. This particular one was made of very hard, thick leather. And it, start, it starts out thick at the at the handle and then it tapers down Ooh. into a point or a blunt edge okay and it's of. like whippy and it's a little whippy yeah okay okay so i have two different ones i have one that is long and very pliable so it's thin and it just right. whips it it says when it when you hit somebody it's all like it's like oh, amazing <laughs> Whew. Anyway, <laughs> um, but this one that I was using was a very um, hard, stiff piece of leather. Gotcha. And as she was coming up off of the spanking bench and trying 
what I thought she was being bratty. She was like, no, or something. She said something to me as I was coming around and I accidentally got her on her cheek. Oh, no. Ouch. Yeah. And then there was another time when I was doing it and I wrapped around her side and she didn't like that. And I'm very particular about making sure that my people are safe and all that stuff. So that was a very interesting little And did she handle it well? No. No. Oh, tell us about that. No. So she got real mad at me understandably so which you know and at the time I didn't understand because I was not in the right frame of mind in order to do this the way it's supposed to be done it was a huge like I said right like I said huge learning experience and um but it was fun for me right (laughs) because I thought I was just playing along with her bratty side but it was a side that she had never shown me because I don't like brats. Right. So I ignore them when they gotcha. get real bratty. Okay. So I was trying to go along with it. Right. And it didn't work very well. Now, oh. just for me, what are the rules of consent when you're playing with somebody? Um, so in kink, you have safe word that you come up with. Most of the time at these particular parties that I went to, it's red, yellow, and green. Um, I try, tend to take a lot of people to orange. <laughs> Wait, you just snuck a new, a new color in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they say orange? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. They're like, so you have a rainbow spectrum of colors. I do. I do. <laughs> oh, okay. So if they said purple. I would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. So, you can get your ass beat if you say purple. So did much. she did she safe word out? No, situation? she did not. Oh. She didn't. No, but she did tell me that she didn't like it, but I thought she was being bratty. Right. Okay. So oh. failure to communicate. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and so it's just one of those things where you have to learn kink is so much different than swing. You still have to have consent in swing, but with kink, because you are leaving marks on people. Right. You actually might draw blood. Yeah. You actually, you know, you can actually hurt somebody if you hit them in the wrong spot. Right. So kink is is extremely um it's a very special thing to do and you have to have a lot of trust with people in order to, you know, beat them. Right. And you know, at this point I had a very good reputation of being very good with all of that. And because I had known this girl very well, we were getting to know each other very well. And I thought that, you know, she was telling me she was a brat. And I was like, so before we transition to the next story, what was the learning experience? To stay sober and to have a conversation (laughs) with your person before you actually start anything and have a real conversation about it. So that actually is a good segue into Finn and Emma's story about being drunk in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing your short stories with us. You're very welcome. I really appreciate it. Thanks. I love talking to you. Our next story is from Finn and Emma, who run the Normalizing Non-Monogamy podcast. Yeah, we had the opportunity to sit down to lunch with them. Oh, it was a great lunch, too. 
and they are so awesome. Great, lovely, lovely people. If you're not familiar with their podcast, give it a listen. They sit down with uh, couples from the lifestyle every week and interview them. They don't so much share their stories, but they interview, which keeps everything very interesting. Right. They let other people share their stories in the lifestyle. We were able to con them into giving (laughs) us one of their stories. So you get to hear uh, Fen and Emma talk about themselves. Their lifestyle horror story. So here we go. Yeah. Fen and Emma. We're Emma and Finn from the Normalizing Non-Monogamy podcast, and we want to quickly thank Adam and Val for putting this episode together. They reached out to us, and it's a super fun idea. And we're excited to share one of our many horror stories. <laughs> I, I feel like we have too many horror stories. We, we do have a lot, but a lot of it's because I think we're way too patient and nice. But anyway. Here's a good example of that in practice. Yes. So very early on in our explorations... We met a couple out for dinner and it was a first date and it went like dinner went well. Dinner and drinks went well. We we got along really well with them. We had fun. Conversation was easy. So they invited us back to their place to have a drink and continue the conversation. The the key information here is that they had a babysitter at their house and what they said was when you come home when we get back to the house, pull up, wait outside. We're going to send the babysitter home, make sure the kids are asleep, and then you can come in and we'll go down in the basement and we've got a bar area and we can have a drink and chat. So what actually happened, the babysitter went home, we went inside, we went downstairs, and we were, the the husband was down there. Yes. But the wife spent the next roughly three hours yeah, two hour, hour two and, half, and a two half hours. to three hours trying to put their kid to sleep who didn't want to go to sleep. Yeah. So note to self, we should have left. That was a good time to leave. That was our first opportunity to leave and we didn't take it. Yeah. So the husband proceeded to just start pounding the drinks and he was drinking a lot. Uh, we had one or two, I remember, and just kind of was chatting. We're, we're chatting, waiting um, for his wife to come back down. And she eventually did. Yeah. She, then left again. Well, she <laughs> so she had like a half of a drink. And I went, I remember this very vividly. I went around the corner, used the restroom. I came back and their like four or five-year-old son uh-huh. was standing in the middle of the basement. Look, I mean, we were all... We were just t- chatting. Look, yeah, we were just chatting. Fully clothed. Fully clothed. Yeah, so her <laughs> son's standing in the middle of the basement. So she leaves and goes back upstairs, and I think she was gone for another half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. Meanwhile, he keeps drinking. Yep. She comes back down. It's pretty late now. It's probably 2 or 3 in the morning. And so we think, okay. Again, we should have left. We should have left. But instead, we're going to power through because this is this is our first time really doing this. This is going to be our only experience ever to be in this situation. Yeah. That's what that's our, our, that's our mindset, right? This is the, this is the one and only shot to do this. 
So we kind of start to power through it. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the, the geographic setup of the basement is basically there's two couches against a wall. So they're, they're like end to end about four or five feet apart. So we're, we're not separated so much as we are on, we are on separate couches. We just can't really see what's happening with the other person. Right. So the guy with me, we were making out a little bit and I did realize that he was completely wasted and that would have been another cue to leave. Um, but we ended up like getting naked and uh, long story short, he tried to have sex with me without a condom. Well, he he was on top of you saying, come on, baby, I'm fixed. Just let me put it in. It's not a problem. Yeah. Meanwhile, Um, you were playing hand defense over the... I was shocked. I didn't know what what to do. So I, I did eventually get Finn's attention and got out of there, but um, it did take me a couple minutes. But on my end, it was much more awkward, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> think so. So it was, I think we were an equally less, bad situation. Less aggressive, maybe more awkward. I don't okay. know. But so what happened? Yeah, you on were my, not getting assaulted. What happened <laughs> on my end was, or on my couch, was the woman I was with was stone cold sober because she had spent the last three hours putting her kid to sleep. And so were we, by the way, (laughs) at that point. And so what we learned is that in order for them to do this, they really need to be drunk, specifically her. And so I remember very vividly, we kind of took our clothes off very awkwardly. And then she just kind of like sat there really like guarded and didn't like I think we maybe kissed but it was really like it was really clear that she did not want to be there right and so I was trying to be very respectful of that I folded her clothes put them in a nice pile mm-hmm. while we sat there <laughs> and nothing uh, much else happened uh no it was just super awkward and uncomfortable especially because I couldn't tell what was happening on your couch it seemed like you were having fun from the noises but those were I think just him that's drunkenly groaning yeah that was him that was not good um so anyway i did eventually get out off the couch went and got finn we immediately left that would we should have left many 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 hours ago because then you know driving home it was like three thirty four in the morning and we were frustrated and angry and sad and violated violated yeah for sure um it was a learning experience and it it was something that took a little time to talk through and, and figure out on our end. Um, but we just look at it now as a learning experience. There were a lot of red flags around along the way and we did not take care of ourselves as we should have. We were way too patient. Yeah. As I say, the two or three key lessons are you don't have to be that patient. No, you can get out of a situation without being rude, but it's not, it's not rude to leave somewhere you're uncomfortable. Right. And Especially early on, if you're just starting to explore this, don't have a scarcity mindset. This won't be the last time you ever get to go and meet a couple. These aren't the only people who want to have fun with you. There are awesome people out there. And just wait. Yes. Just wait for the right ones to come along. Don't force yourself into some shitty situation that you're going to regret. Exactly. Yeah. Overall, good good summary. Um, so that's our story and happy Halloween, happy Halloween. Hope everyone got something out of that and these other stories. And also real quick, 
It has gotten much better for us. Oh, yeah, yes. So we're still doing this. That didn't scare us off. I don't know why it didn't scare us off, but it didn't. And when you say doing this, non-monogamy in different ways. Correct. It has morphed over our relationship. Correct. But, But, yes, we're still exploring, still having fun, and... And it gets better. And it does. So Be patient. If you make mistakes at any point along the way, be patient with yourself. Use them as learning experiences. Forgive yourself. And, yeah, that's it. Happy Halloween. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's... My mind was blown by him assaulting her like that. Well, first, uh, thank you, uh, Emma and Fen, for sharing that story. Yes, I, I, I am horrified. That's right? a terrible story. That's a terrible story. And that guy, yeah, that's bad. Oh my gosh! I so thought, in, in, I thought my story was bad. In your <laughs> like, lifestyle, what do you do with a guy like that? Oh, he gets a reputation, and people will start staying away from him. Okay. Yeah, people will will warn other people about the behavior right and or you know he'll 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 phase himself out is usually what happens okay yeah so for our story i guess we're next right (laughs) we are next (laughs) (laughs) for our story we actually mentioned our bait and switch on our uh, patreon me we chat and we had a couple from our area say we've actually had a similar bait and switch so i think that that should be our halloween horror story in the lifestyle so we were scheduled to go out with a couple who was unable to get babysitting so they canceled right almost immediately afterwards we get, this was from SLS, a message that says, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? Or we suddenly don't have any more plans. So Seems like a good idea to meet up with strangers and have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Isn't that what swinging's all about? They were... (laughs) No. (laughs) They were a hot couple. I mean... They were. Okay, so we had actually seen their profile on SLS before. You had shown me their pics. And both very rockin' bods, um, yeah, attractive. And we had kicked, you had kicked with them, yeah, briefly. So they weren't complete, like, you know, let's pull a name out of the hat, strangers, but we hadn't met them before. So we agreed to meet them at a diner near where they live. And Something was immediately off about this whole situation. I just couldn't. Besides put my them being on it. a half hour late. Yeah. Well, at first it was we're gonna be five minutes late, and then it was, oh, still not ready. We're gonna be fifteen minutes late, and thirty minutes later, after they keep, you know, kicking the time can down the road, they show up and we go into this diner and it is so loud. It, we literally can't hear each other talking yeah, old, standing there. Old 50s diner. So it's about a double wide width. Right. Yeah. Just two aisles. Yeah. Two aisles of, and they have a DJ in the middle. 
right. that is blaring the music. And this is like a setup. And it's like a DJ setup, not a temporary, this happens every once in a while kind of yeah, gig. Yeah, so I always contended that they... Picked that place on purpose? Yeah, they did. Kind of seems like it. And it might not have been. They're like, oh, a DJ is here. Huh. Must be that night. Right. Well, so we get sat down. It is very busy. Friday night? Yeah. Saturday, whatever. It's a very busy weekend night. So we had to wait a while for a table. They were a half hour late. So we just kind of stood there awkwardly you know, in the uh, hostess area waiting for a table. And the first table available is literally right next to the DJ booth. So the speakers are blaring. And Adam and I are sitting next to each other. And they're sitting across the table from us. And I can kind of hear her because she has a higher pitched voice. I can hear a little bit of what she's saying. I can hardly hear you. I have to like lean clear over into your ear so you can hear me and talk really loud. And I can't hear him at all because he's got one of these low voices and like he hardly moves his lips. And I'm like, well, I'm fucked in this situation because I can't hear you and you're not moving your lips so I can't even tell what you're trying to say. Oh, so anyway... I feel like the whole dinner, we really didn't get to know them at all. No, not at all. I mean, I can remember briefly talking about maybe her daughter was at school somewhere nearby. So as, as they wrap it up. Deep. <laughs> they ask us to follow them. You're like, hey, well, our, our house is just like two blocks from here. Right, and we kind of thought we were following them to go somewhere quieter so that we can continue to talk and get to know each other a little bit better because we literally sat there for an hour and... No conversation. Didn't, yeah, couldn't hear each other. So we didn't know them. Still, they were still complete strangers. So we get to their place and they lead us up to the thir third story that has a dormer or, I mean... Dorma. Dorma. <laughs> that you just gave away our location. <laughs> is ice cold. Freezing. Uh, there's a I'm mattress so mattress on the floor with this pitched roof. Right. So you can't even stand up <laughs> They're like, underneath the, oh, the ceiling. Hold on. Let us go get a space heater. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, we always have to bring the space seat heater in for her. I'm like, well, then why isn't it fucking in here already? Because it's ice cold. And it's not like a little space heater. It's like one of those ones that look like a cast iron stove. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you had one of those. Yeah. And it's not like a little portable thing. So immediately <laughs> I'm like suspicious. I'm like, well, she's always freezing in here. Why don't you already have a heater in this place? Right. But um, we're freezing. They immediately start getting undressed. And we're per this is only our second, second. full swap so oh, we God. are like just as green as green gets and have no freaking idea and instead of just packing up and leaving like idiots we get naked too seems like a good idea <laughs> at the time all right they're well, it was your second time. They're hot. You're well, right. They, and admittedly, scarcity, scarcity mindset. That's yeah. what Finn was saying. Yep. And admittedly, 
they had been doing this for a very, very long time, back right. in the Craigslist days and <laughs> yeah. everything oh, else. Yeah. So yes. they, they knew exactly what they were doing. Right. So we're all getting undressed. Uh, they're standing in front of the heater, and I'm like standing on top of my clothes because it's a hardwood floor. And, and I'm over there in the coldest, darkest, most shrinkage-ridden <laughs> corner. <laughs> and It's she, cold. Yeah. And I like get full body goosebumps and they're, when I get goosebumps, it's painful. Like I get such hard goosebumps. I'm like, ah, and she's like, oh, well come over here in front of the heater. This is where I always get undressed. So I go over in front of the heater and the only thing I remember about the kick, uh, the, the only thing I remember about the kick conversation was her asking if. I was into chicks and you had said, I think she is, but I'll let her speak to her for herself. And I just chimed in. I was like, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm comfortable. I'm not against it, but I ha I don't really have any experience. And she was good with that. Um, so when I go over there and I'm naked standing there and we're all, we're all huddled we're all naked we're huddling together in front of this space heater she looks at me and she says okay so here's how this is gonna go you can kiss me pointing to bell and then she turns to adam and says you can't and i was like i, I kind of shoot adam a look I'm like uh okay and then before we even have like chance to process, think, or accept these conditions that have suddenly like changed because they were full swap, remember? Right. She comes straight in for me. No. Bangs her teeth against my teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> That's terrible. And starts kissing me and immediately I am tasting everything that they had for dinner and they had the sample bladder. We're talking onion rings and buffalo <laughs> wings and cheese sticks. Ew. He, he had nachos. Oh, so. my gosh. And nachos with jalapenos. It was like this conglomerate of disgust. And I'm very, very sight, sound, smell. I just think it's gross, 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 gross. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and along with having a very fit body means that she had a very low Thought body fat percentage and her lips are just papery thin just really thin so nothing about the situation is sexy it's not turning me on well long story short we basically courtesy fuck this couple <laughs> oh, I, yeah <laughs> but this was one of my first experiences so the the horror story part about this was he wasn't there to fuck you so I was getting there. She wasn't there to fuck me. Right. So this was my first experience with a guy who he had this really awesome body. And I am trying to, you know, we're her and I had kind of played with each other a little bit. And then she starts to play with you, but it's kind of feels a little forced for you. And then he starts to play with me. But everything is so half-hearted. He's not really trying. And then it... They're completely unprepared. I had told them that I had a latex allergy, so no latex condoms. They didn't have any condoms in his size. They didn't bother to tell us, well, you might want to bring 
XXL. <laughs> Bring your triple XL because dude's packing. They didn't mention any of this stuff. So we tried to fit one of our condoms on him and it's it not not working very well. And he's goes completely soft and he decides he's going to do oral, but it's like he's hardly even touching me with his tongue. Like not even trying. Yeah, he wasn't really there for right for that. So it became very apparent to us that they had conned us. I was their unicorn. That's what they wanted, right? Well, not even that. But you're not you, a unicorn. You weren't. I'm you not. Weren't, yeah. You weren't there for the unicorn. You were there. He was the bait that lured you in. She was the bait that lured me in. But she was really there just to play with you yeah she was not there to play with me he was not there to play with you right she was there to play with you and he likes to watch her fuck other women so her and i had gotten this double-sided dildo that i had brought with me and i'd never used one before i mean i'd never had sex with another woman before really Mm -hmm. i mean maybe some light touching but um complete completely inexperienced and so I'm trying to use these things, but it becomes really apparent that her and I playing together is a big turn on for him. And then those two proceed to have sex with each other really aggressively. Like he's got her in a guillotine from behind and she's riding him and he is choking her out. And then they, they like flip over and she's riding him and he's choking her out with both hands, like really aggressively yeah. choking. And we're like, okay. And we're just, we're, we're like laying there pulling we'll lightly with each other. Going, out. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> so we pretty much, we left. you know, we, we pack up our clothes. I for somehow get one of her fuzzy socks stuck to my clothing. And I still have that. Stu- no, I don't have that stupid sock. <laughs> yeah, but we were driving home and, and that was the first time in the lifestyle that we were like, what the fuck just, just happened? happened? Yeah, we were like, what? Um, it's, I feel like we were completely blindsided. But more than anything, I feel like we were totally taken advantage of by a couple who knew what they were doing and instigated this situation under false pretenses. And then did what they want. Yeah, fast forward a year. If that were to happen to us now. Hell no. Right there, it's like, okay, we're out. See ya. Yeah. So I would have been like, uh, well, I guess you could put your clothes back on because we're leaving. You can't be afraid to walk away. If somebody's not comfortable with something, you, we can't be afraid to tap out and be like, right. you know what? This just exceeded our comfort level. Uh, we're going to take a step back. We're going to call a timeout. We're going to go huddle up and even if you are mid play you have yeah (laughs) red red red. right (laughs) right well it doesn't matter if you are mid play you have the right to walk away Absolutely. and who cares if you freaking offend anyone in that situation if you're uncomfortable if it's not working for you you have the right to walk away we do have one more story and it's more on the lighthearted level because these last two stories, I mean, could be some pretty <laughs> heavy, horrific shit. I mean, we didn't even share that story in the beginning of our podcast because it was no emotional, like pissed me off, made me feel really shitty about myself. Yeah, we, we actually have a full length episode uh, about this experience that we just haven't wanted to publish. Right. 
we might have to put it out there for maybe our Patreon listeners because it's it's definitely not a sexy episode. But talking about sexy, <sighs> enough with the heavy shit. <laughs> oh, okay, let's talk about something a little light and funny. <laughs> this next story, I literally feel for Kelly in this story because I have also been there, done that, not to this level. She like one upped me and then some. Right. So without further ado, our very good friends and that couple next door is very good friends, but mostly our very good friends. Everyone's Zach, very good friends. <laughs> Zach and Kelly uh, shared their story uh, with us. Hi, we're Zach and Kelly, and we are going to share a lifestyle horror story for you. Even though it's really more Filled my with story. Blood. Shh, don't give it away. Oh, sorry. You <laughs> just gave the punchline away. No. So, well, I mean, all horror stories have blood and suspense, right? So this is a tale for that. But it's really more my I'm story. Screaming. Screaming, yes, there was some screaming, wasn't there? Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it starts back a year ago, and we were we had just had our first full swap, so we were really New and this was one week later, and we were attending an event. And while we were going to that event, we decided that we really wanted to meet this couple that we had been talking to. And so the plan was for us to meet them that night. And we had a really good connection. And so even though it was a short amount of time, we um, we did make it to the bedroom. And uh, and and when I and really into something, I tend to, what would you, what would you say? <laughs> um, you are a bit aggressive. I agree. Okay. Well. In all the good ways. In all. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, and you know, I'm just. You're clear about what you want. I'm very clear about what I want. Yes. And so, and, um, and if I'm enjoying something, I want that to continue. Right. Uh-huh. So this, this. Guy is very talented with his fingers and his tongue, and I was kind of riding that brink where I am about to. I've I've been having these little mini orgasms, but the big one was right there. I knew it was right there. And you were on the other side of the bed. I don't even know what you were doing, but you were having fun yeah. with his wife. I was kind of in my own moment, and so he is um, going down on me and. Like I said, I knew I was right there, so I'm getting a little more aggressive, and I am, like, shoving his face where he could really get in there and, you know, possibly locking his head with my legs. I, I, I'm oh, not... for sure. <laughs> I'm not totally sure. Don't stop. Don't stop. Um, kind of putting the pressure on that he better not stop. And so he didn't stop, and it was... An amazing orgasm. Um, it, it took it took a, a few minutes. He he was awesome. He he stuck in there, and uh, so you know I'm kind of riding the bliss and kind of coming down and um, and then he he kind of sweetly says, "Hey, you might want to go clean up," and I'm like, "Okay, well I I didn't totally think much about that I guess, but I was like, well that's kind of a strange thing to say. I mean we had never played with them before, so. I didn't know, like, if there was something maybe was bothering him. I don't know. Like, I just kind of felt right. like, 
Like this was a new experience. I didn't really know him that well. And so I get up and I go to the bathroom and I will preface this that I had had an ablation about seven weeks before this happened and I am bleeding, like had not been bleeding before that, but I am like, it is a definitely a horror scene. And there might've been horror screams from the, from the bathroom. I, I was mortified. I just went, oh my God. I knew that he had like just had his face really in there. And, and not only, like, I was kind of forcing the issue. Like, he did not have a chance to get up. I'm not totally sure that he could even breathe. I didn't really care in the moment. And so, um, so yeah, I have blood all over me. And I had, I mean, there was nothing before. It actually stopped, I guess, because he was really good at fingering me. He, you know, it was just enough to stir things up, but not just a little bit. And so, you know, he had apparently... You and his wife knew what had happened because the towels were dead. Like, there, he had put, like, a towel under me or mm-hmm. something. I don't remember, but it, it, no, that we, was... We owed them a set of towels, probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so, I just... I was so mortified. I can just imagine, like, blood all over his face. Yeah. I'm sure there was. But he was so sweet about it. Like, I... I, I was mortified. I was mortified. We got I mean, a good laugh out of it. I'm glad you did. I mean, it stopped our play, if that makes you feel any better. Uh, well, when your wife is in the bathroom going, holy shit, what is going on? Right. That would probably We all something. got to laugh about it. And which is, you know, if, if there's a happy ending to this horror story, is that you should all be able to laugh a little bit in the lifestyle. Yeah. And, uh, I and, mean, and he, he still enjoyed it. And I, I mean, we've played with them since. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just, it, and possibly if it was like, if that had been a conversation before, no, I get it. We were all very, very, we were new. very new. And, you know, we, we weren't even full swapping that night. This was a soft swap night. And, you know, but things happen and I survived. And like I said, we are all really good friends. And, um, and he was such a trooper. I mean, he didn't care. He really, he was like, I will get her over the edge and then I'll go clean up. Yep. So good for him. Good I mean, for him. I was a little mortified. I would do the same. You would do the same? Oh, that's good. Well, that is our lifestyle horror story. So thanks for letting us share. Later, guys. Okay, first, <laughs> the dude is a stud for <laughs> staying in there okay, wait. and getting wanna, the job done. I want to relive this picture of Kelly headlocking this guy's face with her legs. You are not going to stop. Get in my pussy! You don't, you're not done eating until I tell you you're done eating. <laughs> I feel like I heard that at the table as a kid growing up many times. Okay, so both Zach and Kelly are uh, just... Hot. <laughs> drop dead hot. I do them. Both of them. Same time. Or one at a time. Preferably I prefer the, the four-person chain. That, yeah, that that'd be just fun. works. Right. So, yeah, that was hilariously horrific to me 
because I mean, <laughs> well, you've you've had that happen. That, I've had I haven't had it happen to that extent. If you I mean, go I didn't back, bleed out. <laughs> if you go back to episode three with our first right swap, with Eleanor, we referenced you had a medical procedure. Yeah, it, it was actually it, this exact same it was thing. An ablation, it was the yeah. ablation. Right, but I was like way in the clear, and I didn't bleed like a stuck pig. It was just like a little, a little bit. <laughs> And I was all like freaked out about it. And then we, Zach and Kelly shared the story with us for the first time. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it could be so much worse. It's terrifying for a woman to have that. <laughs> uh, right? Yes. Oh my, you're so lucky. You know, you've had that. Oh yeah. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that's, uh, that's actually all the stories that we have. Uh, I hope right. you liked this episode. Thank you, Mistress Alexandra, for being Join on the us. show with us. So and much fun having you. Sharing Thank in the you. horror stories. Uh, if you like what you hear and want to follow us on Twitter, it's at fucking OTL. And on Snapchat. And on Snapchat. Um, if you, you would like to get in touch with Mistress Alexandra, shoot us a, an email at Bell and Adam. At swingingoutsidethelines.com. Thank you. Our website is swingingoutsidethelines.com. And if you want our secret podcast and our blog pictures and all the fun content, it's patreon.com slash outside the lines. And we'd like to thank Zach and Kelly once again and Emma and Finn from Normalizing Non-Monogamy. If you haven't heard their podcast, jump on whichever platform you prefer and give them a listen. All right. That's all we have. So yeah. thanks for listening. Yep. Happy Halloween.